0: Greatness shows up after you're tired. Let's say it one more time, man. Greatness shows up after you're tired, not when you're tired, and breakthroughs don't happen until you reach your breaking point. Been there many times, man, at that place I didn't wanna go on, and I realized that strength can't develop until your strength is gone. You gotta keep pushing, because character and courage is developed or lost when you decide to keep going or to give up. You see, that's the point you gotta stop. And you got to realize that's your breakthrough coming right there. Because when others that are around you won't, you will be the one that goes ahead. Somebody has to step up and go a little bit farther. Is that somebody you? How many says that's me? I want to go a little farther. Well, welcome all to our brand new show. Furthermore, welcome.
1: We are so excited to be here. We can't wait for you to join us on our new platform.
0: Furthermore, check this out. Look at this great set, great set, great people. We're excited to be here with you. Thank you for joining us. Furthermore, what a name.
1: Yes, we just decided that, you know, from hope and health. We were going to go a little further and become hope, health and freedom. So we can't wait to educate you in all of these areas, providing you truth. And as you know, education is the key to growth. You can't change what you don't know.
0: Well, and we want to take you a little bit further, as you saw in the intro, you know, people today are not really, um, living the way they should be. You know, they're like setting the bar down here and we need to go a little bit further and set the bar up a little bit higher and do more. Hence the name furthermore. And we really got to think about what we're doing folks, because listen to me very carefully, the world is upside down right now and being upside down, we have one opportunity to put it right side up. And many times that opportunity lies right here with us as individuals. So you have to look yourself in the mirror and say, am I doing all I can do to stand right side up in an upside down world? Am I going further? Do I have the courage to do a little bit more? And I think really when you look at all of us, we have it inside of us, but we've got to make a a point to actually engage in that battle. With that said, I mean, We didn't always start off as, as TV personalities at all. Our life has got a lot of twists and turns, hasn't it?
1: Oh, people think that we've been born with a silver spoon in our mouths and that with just everything's been handed to us, but more uh, like
0: a rusty spoon. that is.
1: Those twists and turns, boy, they are pretty twisty.
0: Well, they are, no kidding. And unfortunately, you know, people don't really know who we are. You know, we really... Um, have been through a lot, and we're going to talk a little bit about our stories tonight. But before we begin, we're going to tell you what you're going to learn tonight, because we're going to go over some really cool stuff. And we'll do this at the beginning of these shows to kind of, kind of give you a clue what's going to happen tonight. So when you look at this, what we're going to learn, there, there is really, and this is important. There's three kind of, I call them prisons, right? There's this, there's this thing called big church. And when you think about big church, it's like, oh no, he's not going to bash church. I'm not bashing the real definition of church. I'm talking about the institutionalized big church that's controlling people. Did you know that hope can defeat big church? There's a little wristband I've got on here. You can't see it, but it says hope dealer. We want to defeat big church and I'll talk to you a little bit more about, we'll just define what big church is a little bit later. Um, Did you know that big medicine controls people? Hmm? Big medicines control people, Mm -hmm. sweetheart, for a number of years now, they dominate us. Wait a
1: minute, am I not medication dependent?
0: We're not born with a medication deficiency or shattering nutrient right there. So health actually defeats big medicine. And did you know there's such thing as big government? I need today's world who deny that big government's getting too big and too powerful and too dominating and controlling. Did you know that freedom is the driving force to defeat big government? And we're going to teach you behind how that works. now. To begin with, as I know my wife just said, we didn't begin with a, a silver spoon in our mouths. And I made jokingly the comment of it was a kind of a rusty spoon, if you want to know the truth. But our life has been one that has uh, been characterized by overcoming. Overcoming and getting really the idea of going over obstacles that some people couldn't say we're saying impossible going a little further a little further and my wife here i just will will give her kudos thumbs up knuckle bumps but i salute her and i honor her because she has been through a lot and to kind of paint that picture before we lead into her story i want you to just check out this trailer to a movie that's about her story
1: I trusted
0: you. <laughs> it's a gift from Michelle. A honeydew list already? This girl wasted no time. This is a list she told me about. What is on this list? Seriously, that makes you think you two are meant to be. Well, first, we're both adopted. If he loved you, he wouldn't put you in this position. 16 years old and pregnant. <laughs> how oh, do you like to oh. meet your baby girl? Oh, she's so beautiful. I'm Michelle. I'd love to work here.
1: Do you have what it takes to be a champion?
0: Yes, master, I do. Yeah! We need to get you more competition. We'll have you compete in local tournaments, regional,
1: national. And
0: finally, the Olympic team selection tournament. somebody try to hurt you again? <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> but I don't think anyone will ever believe me. I still don't know what you mean. I can't compete anymore. My leg. But there are other things you can be great at. We want to pay for your first semester of college.
1: I know what I want to be. What is it? I'm going to become
0: a doctor. <laughs> Come on. Don't you think this story is getting a little hard to believe? Well, I mean, she's she's working on being a homeless Olympic champion. And now she has somebody footing the bill for college so she can become a doctor? She became a doctor, dude. And a woman can be anything she That's wants right. to be. Yes. She yes. Puts yes. her mind to it. Yes.
1: I have been consulting with my patients on my own time to help guide them to becoming well.
0: This list this list is your clinic. We have to pray on the list so that in all of God's glory, each item
1: on the list will come to a fruitful and gratifying beginning.
0: Wow. Just wow. Sweetheart. get choked up. That's your story.
1: Well, it can choke one up or you can choose to go a little further. Hmm. You know, you, you start out early in life being adopted. Adopted is being is a good thing. Uh, you're given up to a, a better home, a place where you can actually grow up in an environment that is feasible for growth. However, it wasn't that easy. Uh, my father was injured when I was 12 years old. And you know, I never forgave the Lord for that. I was mad, I was angry because he never healed. Um, through those tragedies, uh, I took up martial arts and I was on the trajectory to actually go to the Olympics when Taekwondo is a spectator sport in the early 80s. And I suffered a tragedy, both physically and emotionally, that took me down. While I was in training for the Olympics, my mother lost her job. And I wanted to go to the Olympics so bad that I stayed behind as they moved back north so that I could pursue my career in martial arts. And I literally lived in my car homeless for 365 days before I could afford a roof over my own head. I sought counseling, and a counselor even told me that the tragedies in my life were all my fault, that it laid on my shoulders. So I lived in shame and and blame and self-hate through all those years. I did regain my confidence, however, a friend told me that, you know, why don't you go back to school and do something different? I'll I'll help you uh, get your feet back on the ground. And I went home and thought about that and never looked back. I wanted to be an osteopathic physician so I could help people heal physically emotionally intellectually and spiritually i underwent 12 years of tra- training to become a internal medicine sports medicine trained physician so i could help people in every single way but after 6 years in medical practice the system decided that i wasn't a fit and they let me go no warning the next day i showed up without a job and i sat in the dark for 2 months with a sign in my front room that said, be still and know that I am God. And two months later, the Lord spoke and he said, go, it's time to open your own practice. In that practice, I worked a good six months grueling. Who would know how to open a medical practice without any training? How to put table paper on the tables? Uh, What kind of syringes you buy to stock the shelves? What do you do? So I I was overworked, understaffed, and wanting a partner. And a friend said to me, well, if you want these things, you want a partner, and you want help in the clinic, why don't you make a list? And that's how the prayer list was born. I made a list. My friend and I, we prayed about it. And two weeks later, the love of my life walked in the door. And today we run the functional medical institute together and now we're hosting this awesome show furthermore that's the way to go a little further
0: i tell you what sweetheart when um i watched that trailer and it's hard because you know i i kind of break up a little bit so you know it's it's but i'm proud of her because she's fought through those battles and fought through those struggles and fought through those traumas and dramas like so many people um have not and so even watching that movie I think people should so you can find that and please do it's on um, Amazon Prime and it's on pure flicks out there but please get that it's on Encourage TV and really begin to understand that if she made it through it you can too and I think that that is an encouraging thing for all of us to do Um, when you hear a story like that from a person like this you think it's not real but it is real. And many times in all of our lives, there are baggages and things that we've had to overcome in our lives that nobody knows about. So I honor the courage that my wife exhibited to go ahead and allow us to show that movie out there for the world to see. And so you should watch the movie and we appreciate all your encouragement in that my wife's my hero. And now you know why. Coming up in just a moment after this break, I'll get into my story too. No silver spoon here either. It has been said that knowledge is the greatest of all things. And though it is important and highly available through multiple sources, there is indeed something of much, much greater value. It has also been affirmed that people do perish for lack of knowledge. However, the most valuable of all things is wisdom, which is the correct use of knowledge. So, what then is the opposite or the incorrect use of knowledge? Now that, my friends, is foolishness. So here we have the great choice, wisdom or foolishness. Choosing knowledge is not enough. We must choose to understand the correct application of knowledge, which is impossible without wisdom. In order to find wisdom, we must first understand the greatest source of knowledge, which is a reverent and holy fear of God. So knowledge begins with the fear of God and wisdom comes from God. So seek wisdom with all your heart for it holds the greatest of all value.
1: (laughs) I know you are God. I can't believe I trusted you. (laughs)
0: So there you go. Um, the prayer list movie is a movie of a hero who happens to be my wife. So I was that guy that she prayed in. I've been thinking to myself, my goodness, um, how could I live up to the yes, list? Yes, you
1: were. You were.
0: <laughs> she she had a heck of a list, I will tell you. It was it was long, and I, I won't um, spoil the surprise for you. you have to watch the movie to know the list. But when you get down to it, um, miracles do happen.
1: Yes, you met every checkbox on that list and even more. And then, of course, when it comes down to talking about your story, boy, the things that you overcame, they're no match for some of the things that I overcame.
0: Well, I mean, we we say that, but in reality, I mean, we've all been through stuff. But again, I mean, I, I think about the things I've been through. And when you're going through it, you don't think about the, the odds that are against you or the mountain that's in front of you think about um just getting through the day and just fighting another day and just living another day um but in my life it wasn't easy you know i was an adopted kid and when you're adopted like my wife and i were both actually um there there is a missing piece there and it's not a bad thing but you know i was able to meet my birth mother But sadly and tragically, that was after my uh, mother who raised me had committed suicide and that that took my breath away because at the time, you know, I was a police officer and and I had, you know, been out there on the SWAT team and served my community and been all around the world, even traveling with the world famous power team, you know, breaking bricks and actually traveling around speaking in schools with an anti- drug and an anti-suicide message so the irony of it all going through that pain while i was in law enforcement dealing with tragedy i was dealing with tragedy in my own life and you know nobody knows what you're going through at the time so i kept it kind of quiet and tried to you know just get the stiff upper lip if you will and still fight through the days but i learned a lot i learned that um in the alone time that that's the time that you find god that's the time you see god's hand at work because life can be so busy that you just don't hear very well and so i remember one time i was all alone and in one of the greatest tragedies of my life um, shortly after that and I, I was sitting on my floor in my living room and, um, and like we've all done before you're just crying there and you're kind of angry or maybe aggravated at God, or maybe questioning God. And I did say out loud of my mouth, I said, God, why is this happening to me? And I, and I said that, right. And it was like, you don't expect an answer. <laughs> you kind of expect silence. But in this case, don't call me crazy. I actually got an answer. Uh, the answer was, who do you think you are? Look what they did to my son. And I thought, okay, I got it. And that kind of put me right back down into my place of humbleness. Because a lot of times we think that we are above bad things happen happening, but you know in this world you are going to have troubles. It's what you do with those troubles that determine what the future holds. And um, I didn't quit; wanted to, I am sure my wife wanted to many times, but it was uh, it was hard. You got to keep on going, and even in my last years of being on the police department, deciding to go into the idea of expanding the search, the serving and protecting mode. You know, uh, going into the idea of naturopathy, and then meeting my queen. Right? Um, who would have known that at this point in history, you know, after all that tragedy, that you know we could go stand on the stage and and there would be you know thousands of people uh, in person and perhaps millions online listening to us and and even caring what we say. I mean, who would have thought that? And to that point, because of what we have been through, we absolutely do not take for granted one thing we say, even what we're saying right now, you know, our hope and prayer is that it comes straight from the heart. And it's not from just words that we made up to try to impress somebody, but the words that we speak, uh, we want them to be really seasoned with the spirit of God to give you peace over the course of your life. And so I believe that as you tune in to furthermore, you will be carried further and you'll learn more about yourself and how you can go ahead and serve this world a little bit better. And so we are excited to have this for you. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Mark Sherwood. Hi, I'm Dr.
1: Michelle Neal.
0: I really enjoy your presentations. I was actually here a couple of months ago for your class on motion.
1: Oh, yeah. I think I remember seeing you there then. You were on the right three rows back? You had a girl with you. A bonnet, if my memory serves. Your girlfriend?
0: No, 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 no. Just an acquaintance.
1: Oh, that's too bad. She's really pretty. I thought my movement class is kind of an odd place to bring your date. Unless you two thought movement means something completely different.
0: (laughs) Actually, I was wondering if you accept my invitation to spend a little time together.
1: You're not going to ask me to go to another doctor's conference, are you? Oh,
0: no, no, of <laughs> course not. I was thinking more along the lines of dinner so we could get the opportunity to get the know each other a little bit better. If I say yes, can I have my hand back? Oh, I'm sorry. I I just...
1: Me too, completely
0: For God.
1: <laughs> Dr. E.
0: I Better tend to the rest of my patients until Saturday. It's until Saturday, make no, I don't this kind of feeling i My heart is.
1: I've experienced tremendous hurts in my younger years. Abandonment, abusive relationships, career ending, injury, and even homelessness. Yes, really. For a long time, I let resentment and unhappiness pile on and keep me from moving forward. So right now, I just want you to know one thing. It's not too late for you.
0: Big government... Big medicine and big food and big church. Let me explain myself. Big government. If you're out there depending on the government to feed you, clothe you and finance you, you're in bondage. If you're out there depending on big pharma to bring healing into your life, you're in bondage. If you're depending on the government to supply food for you that's been genetically modified and subsidized to kill you, you're in bondage. Big government, big food, and big medicine, and big church. Oh, my goodness. Those are three big prisons, aren't they?
1: A way to be in bondage.
0: Yeah, and really, there's a lot of people in bondage in our world, and we're going to jump into each of these in greater detail as the weeks go on. But just suffice it to say with big government, and let's start there because I think in this time and season we're living in right now, I think people are aware of governmental dysfunction. But let's go beyond that. Let's talk about government dependence, right? Yeah. You that, know, tell us about the bondage. We, we're in with big government. Yeah, we celebrate this thing called Independence Day. That's July 4th every year. And it's more than just burgers, hot dogs, and beer, contrary to popular belief. Um, it's actually a celebration of our independence where we had the courage and the guts to step about and step up and say, you know what? We don't want to be controlled by big government. We want to be people that are actually... Um, leading to, and we are the government. It's not the government governing people, it's the people being the government of themselves, this idea of self government. We live in a world right now, sweetheart, where people are depending on government checks, they're depending on government cell phones, government subsidies. And they don't know how to exist without that. And the government just continued to print more money and it's not going to work. It's unsustainable from the governmental standpoint. But the worst thing is it's unsustainable for humanity. Because when you live like that, you forget the idea of how to think for yourself. You know, when you don't think for yourself, somebody else is thinking for you. And when you don't think for yourself and somebody else is thinking for you, your rights gets transgressed into what's called privileges. And I want you to think about that as we talk about this idea of big farm and big food. I mean, that is just like the same. I'm seeing big government try to get less drug prices. Have you seen that?
1: Well, it makes people more dependent. If we take more drugs, that means we have more sickness and more disease or disease.
0: And there you go. You get this idea of if the government, can lower drug prices and they become your heroes, you become dependent upon them for drugs that you're not born with a deficiency therein. But what am I talking about? A majority of our diseases today are caused by big food, which ties into big pharma called the FDA. I kind of call that the match made in, well, Hades, if you want the truth about it. It doesn't work. What does food have to do with drugs? There are two different things. And last I checked, Hippocrates said, let Food be thy medicine. He didn't say that drugs be thy salvation. He did not say that. Hippocrates would probably be rolling over in his grave right now, and probably is. The bottom line so. is, yeah, people today <laughs> are dependent upon <laughs> big drugs and big food, aren't they?
1: Absolutely. You know, um, Big Mac drive through the drive throughs. You know, what do you call it, uh, McDeath?
0: Yeah, I call it McDeath. Um, probably get in trouble for that, but I, I don't really care. <laughs> the bottom line is, and we get jammed up too with the idea of big church and. And this is a a tricky one because here in my heart with this, folks, it's not that church is the problem. It's that the dependence upon the celebrity pastor that's unreachable, untouchable to teach you God's word where you think you can't go anywhere and learn it on your own without him or her. Again, we're not knocking the office of the pastor. That's very important. What we're saying is you get, you can still have a Bible and you can still read it on your own. And that's the point of it all. We need to teach people how to really understand how to work these big prisons at the same time and recognize if you're in those big prisons. And if you are, we're going to teach you how to get out. Hey, we've got a lot of stuff coming up. We're going to be teaching about these, these big prisons, of course, and as we go um, a little bit further to learn more. But next week, catch this. We're going to give you the key to why our world and even country is so dysfunctional. And you may find out that the answer will surprise you. Many will be shocked at that, won't they?
1: Absolutely they will. And it's remedied by the person looking back at themselves in the mirror.
0: Oh my gosh. When you look at yourself in the mirror, as we let off the top of the show, are we doing all we can do? to be all we can be, to serve our fellow man in the best way we can be. Folks, we can do more and we can go further. Let's decide right now that we will be part of the furthermore movement. And it's we exciting. We can't wait. We can't wait to see you back next week right here on furthermore. Further. It's going to be an awesome time, isn't it, sweetheart?
1: Absolutely.
0: God bless you guys. And we'll look forward to seeing you next time around on furthermore. This is not something that is a Mark idea and a Michelle idea. This is a God idea. This thing right here has a two-year shelf life. When we think about the problems we have in America with our food supply, what are we going to eat, what are we going to do? Stock up on something that's going to help you. This is organic pea protein, greens and reds, fibers, and multivitamins and minerals. It will stay good for two years. How many have wondered what you're going to eat if things go south? Kingdom fuel right here.